I'm trying so hard to get onto paleontology TikTok and it's just not happening. And it is so frustrating. This is Coffee and Cryptids. I'm Ella. And I'm Caitlin. And we are going to talk to you this week about crypt- some cryptids in Arizona. Ooh. A desert state. I want to go to Arizona like really badly. I do not. I do not. I do just because the whole desert seems cool. Like I've never been in that kind of uh, like environment. Deserts seem cool. I just don't do heat. Like to the point that I would probably dehydrate and die within like an hour. Of I being would there. absolutely dehydrate and sunburn so bad. I did that in Vegas, and it wasn't even like proper desert. I've literally been hospitalized for dehydration before, <laughs> because not because I was like an extreme heat or anything. I was in Cleveland, Ohio. I just didn't drink water for a long time. You I really think I... don't drink water. The week I was with you, I drank less water than I have maybe in my entire life, and I had a bottle with me at all times. Okay, I wasn't, like, holding it hostage and telling you not no, to drink No, it was water. just, like, you didn't have water, so, like, it wasn't in – I'm used to being around people who drink as much water as I do. Yeah, I just – I just don't. I just don't. This is how I get by. I also, like, never pee. Like I know I pee, like, every 20 minutes. I only pee, like, once a day. Oh, my God. Yeah. You should, I like, did... see a doctor. I'm fine. <laughs> Like, there's a whole John Mulaney bit about this. Like, there's there's a John Mulaney bit about urinating too much. Yeah, but there's a lot of space between like one and 11. (laughs) I feel like you're reaching. (laughs) No, um, I, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't hydrate. But yeah, so I have almost, I've almost died before. I think I was sick, like, leading up to the dehydration fiasco. But I honestly might not have be might not have been. Who even knows? Nobody can remember. Certainly not you. But like I was throwing. I was to the point that I was like throwing up and my mom had to take me to the ER and they put me on fluids and were just like, yeah, she's dehydrated. Honey. <laughs> and I told um, I told Megan about this when we still lived together and Ed was there and he was like, you know that when you get to the point in dehydration where you're like actively throwing up, you basically have one foot in the grave, right? And I was like... <laughs> I did not, but now I do. Now you can say you've had a near-death experience. I've had super fun. Several. The first day I moved to Kent, I almost stepped in front of a bus. Like literally the first full day I was in Kent, <laughs> I went to get coffee by myself and mm-hmm. I walked from my house and I almost stepped in front of a school bus. You're I mean, if we're counting that, I've definitely walked into oncoming traffic several times. Yeah, and it was you... just by the grace of God and some driver that was paying attention that I didn't get hit. That was, I don't drink water and you don't respect traffic laws. That's... 
<laughs> like pedestrian traffic laws. That cracked me up when you were like, about this. when you were like, oh, you actually look when you cross the street. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, what? That was like the most jarring thing to me being in cities that were in Atlanta. Because in Atlanta, like if they hit you, it's their fault. I mean, it probably like, you is You can here. run me over, like whatever. Like it probably is here it. too, but like, I don't, I still don't want to get hit. Like jaywalking doesn't exist here. It does, but, like, it's their fault. <laughs> um, so what are we drinking? I am drinking drip coffee I made, like, four hours ago with some cinnamon in it. I'm actually not drinking coffee this week. I'm drinking – I think I wasn't drinking coffee last week either. I think I was drinking a smoothie. Wow, I am a fake. Um, she has the range. <laughs> I am drinking – speaking of hydration, I'm drinking a – White tea from uh, Starbucks with peach juice. That is my favorite not coffee drink there. They were really confused when I ordered this today. I think I should have just said green tea. Like, I feel like I usually get the white tea. It's not but as good with the green tea, though. They were really confused by it. It used to be a menu item. And then I think for a long time, they stopped stocking the peach syrup. Yeah. Or the peach juice or whatever. And so they took it off. Because I used to order it all the time. Yeah, it used same. to be like a, like a proper menu item. Um, and you could get it with the lemonade as like a shaker thing if you wanted to, which is yeah. also really good. I have gotten that. I usually just don't get it with the lemonade because they already charge you as if it's lem- if it's as if it's a lemonade by adding the peach juice. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to know what happens if you also add lemonade. That's true. Um, I just don't think about money when I'm in Starbucks. What happens in there stays there. That's fair. Yeah, I um have just had a headache. For the past like several hours and I can't get rid of it. So I was like, maybe I'm dehydrated. Maybe it's the fact that I haven't eaten. Maybe, you know, I should just get a tea. And maybe you should take care of yourself, Danielle. Um, so anyway, Arizona, Arizona. Um, so yeah, it was my turn this week mm-hmm. and we're going to save some of the preamble for later. Um, not that we haven't already talked uh, a lot. We're going to save a lot of it because this week we actually have our first real guest. Um, one of our friends is going to be coming on later to tell us a spooky story. So, yeah. Um, just in case you were like, wow, they didn't talk a lot this week. <laughs> oh, and just you wait. Um, yeah. So, Arizona. I, I kind of ran into the same thing. I guess I'll like I'll start just a little bit about this. I kind of ran into the same thing that you had an issue with last week where it was a lot of like native culture things that like mm-hmm. it feel you know, it feels a little weird to try and get into because we're coming in through from a 100,000 foot view. Yeah. Um but the big main thing in Arizona is skinwalkers. Oh, which has honestly been bastardized so much to this point that like yeah, but basically everybody knows what a skinwalker is. I feel like, um, and there's a bunch of options. That's my favorite no sleep thread. Ah, okay, but see, yeah. So with skinwalkers, um, a lot of it is really rooted in native culture, mm-hmm. and um, they like there's been a lot of viewings on reservations, and they don't report those types of things for two reasons. One is because they don't want to talk to people off the reservation, which mm-hmm. is valid. Like that's just part, you know. And um, the other is because it's actually, like, really taboo to talk about it within the culture. Um, it, it wasn't until, like, 
recent years that people actually started talking about this um, or talking about skinwalkers because it was seen as really taboo that like if you talked about it you were inviting it into your life Mm -hmm. um which is a very old concept with like anything supernatural adjacent yes and so what i read power of acknowledgement and all that yeah and so what i read and this is just going off memory because i again i didn't even put this in the document because i was like i don't know if i'm going to talk about this um but i figure i'll just touch on it what i read is that they the the legend is that they were um like magic men they were like voodoo priests or not, maybe not voodoo but they were like priests um and i can't think of the word for like you know like healers mm-hmm. do you know what i'm talking about yeah i can't think of the word and it's gonna drive me crazy um but they were like magic men and they eventually like gave over to the darker sides of magic and became like grotesque monsters the skinwalkers and so there we go. Um, yeah, I just feel like skinwalkers are so embedded in our culture at this point, in our media and whatever at this point yeah. that felt like I should touch on it. But there's something else. <laughs> um, so the other thing that I found was the Magalan monster, Magalan monster. Oh. I'm not totally sure how to pronounce it. Um and the he lives around along the Magalan Rim. He's seven feet tall. He's been described as seven feet tall, hairy, and like putrid. Like just smells absolutely awful. Um, and so with the Magalan monster, there's some debate over whether he's just the same as Bigfoot or not. Mm-hmm. But which I feel like is a every area sort of has their own Sasquatch. That was another issue yes. I had with Alaska. There were a lot of them that like cryptids that had their own names there but most of the time the consensus was like oh this is just their bigfoot yeah yeah um i forgot to see hang on look at the document oh that can also we can also just save that for when we talk to grace okay um but yeah so the first recorded sighting of this beast was in 1903 when a man named I.W. Stevens told the Williams News, quote, I saw a man with long white hair and a matted beard that reached his knees. He wore no clothing, and upon his talon-like fingers were claws at least two inches long. A coat of gray hair nearly covered his body, with here and there a patch of dirty skin showing. Uh, Stephen went on to describe the creature's face, which he called a horror, which is just rude, (laughs) noting it was seared and burned brown by the sun with fiery green eyes. Stevens tried to blame the creature's origin on natives who had supposedly attacked three men um, and that the monster was one of the men who had escaped and gone wild. There's no record of this attack, but... um, Shocking. Well, yeah, I mean, there's no record, but fights between natives and settlers were still common, which in 1903, yeah. Um, that said, this sounds more like fear mongering and him just being like, it's their fault than, you know, going off of any real than anything that actually happened. Yeah. Um, there was another sighting by Don Davis who said he saw the monster during a Boy Scout camping trip near Payson in 1944 or 1945. Um, 
He was actually a cryptozoology investigator who died in 2002. Um, Part of his account I have quoted here. The creature was huge. Its eyes were deep set and hard to see, but they seemed expressionless. His face seemed pretty much devoid of hair, but there seemed to be hair along the sides of his face. His chest, shoulders, and arms were massive, especially the upper arms, easily upwards of six inches in diameter, perhaps much, much more. I could see he was pretty hairy, but didn't observe really how thick the body hair was. The face slash head was very square, square sides, and squared up chin like a box. And he also said that it smelled really bad. Um, oh, wait, <laughs> not just that it smelled really bad. David <laughs> Davis thought at first he had pooped in his sleeping bag out of fright. But oh apparently, <laughs> that's just the way the Mongolian monster smells. That's so rude. Yeah. <laughs> like, but imagine throw this guy under the bus. <laughs> but imagine just being like, I thought I shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so I, uh, I, I have a link here, which I'm guessing is just where I got a lot of that sourced from, um, which is the Arizona Daily Star, hashtag support your local journalists. Hey. Oh, um, so there was in 2006, the Arizona Daily Star published a story with the headline, Apaches go public with Bigfoot sightings. It cannot be ignored any longer. Um, and so this was part of another another occasion where they it took a really long time for the Apache Nation to like people from the Apache Nation to come forward and talk about mm-hmm. this because again they just don't trust outsiders. It's not our business. Yeah. So this was just classified as Bigfoot sightings, but it's interesting because so many members of the Apache Nation had had encounters that they eventually that they had decided huh. to speak out about it publicly after keeping it to themselves for so long, um, and the decision to do so was controversial among the uh, among the elders, of course. But mm-hmm. but that's what I think is interesting is that like enough yeah, people saw this thing was... to be like yeah. maybe we should tell somebody <laughs> like. You you saw him t- yeah maybe we should tell somebody I don't know maybe we should tell somebody about the guy that's pooping his pants around here so this one a sociology student reported to cryptozoology news so we'll we'll take that with a grain of salt because <laughs> yeah she was hiking the Canyon Point Trail near Payson when she saw what she described as a quote troll looking creature drinking from a pool of water troll yeah (laughs) yeah right um we're kind of going backwards but (laughs) the student said the creature quote was human looking no hair on it but full of bumps the eyes were kind of brown red thick big nose small lips no expression on its face at all it then took off running like a person so she saw like smeagol yeah i don't so so we have the conflicting accounts of like He's big with green eyes. And then this person apparently saw like a little troll man with red eyes. So I have two hands. Maybe there's both. And there was no hair. So like I feel like maybe she did see something, but I don't think it was the same creature. Yeah, this sounds completely different. It also kind of sounds like she was maybe on shrooms. <laughs> but maybe she just saw like a little kid. I'm not going to accuse her of that. Um she is welcome to do whatever she wants to do while she's out there hiking. Um, so, yeah, I just have some sources. I got um, 
I got most of this from Arizona Republic, Arizona Daily Star, and the Williams News. Again, hashtag support local journalism. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the Magalan Monster. Isn't that fun? He is fun. I like him. I I don't think we could hang out because he smells pretty bad, but (laughs) I like him. I think, like, what gets me about this one, and, like, like you said, like, every area has its own Bigfoot, so, like, they're kind of not that interesting. I think I just like that specifically they it it has like its own name they're not just like oh it's bigfoot Mm -hmm. um but also like there's a lot of encounters to the point that like a lot of like actual news sources have covered these yeah even bigfoot bigfoot has like some vague sightings but nothing like this i feel like yeah so i just think he's neat i just think he's neat I think he's neat. I don't know if I'd invite him to the party with Mothman and Nessie, but, you know, <laughs> maybe like a socially distanced party. Maybe. Maybe. We all wear masks and we socially yeah. distance and it's fine. Um, I was going to be like, God, wouldn't it be funny if this came out after coronavirus? Except <laughs> we're never getting out of coronavirus. <laughs> we're never getting what out. What a concept after coronavirus. It's <laughs> just never happening. So... I don't know. I feel like that was kind of boring compared to our last few weeks, but. No, but I like it. What are you going to do? You know, I also feel like it just felt fast because we haven't done the, the talking beforehand. That's true. Um, we still have a whole grace to get to. We do. We do. And I have several things to talk about. They're all like very, it's all very old news now, but I don't care. We're still going to talk about it. Because it's our show and we'll talk about whatever we want. Do what we want. So hi, Grace. Hi. Do you want to, like, introduce yourself or anything? Okay. Here I go. <laughs> okay, here I go. Hi, I'm Grace. Um, I have a podcast about books called The Book Host Podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you hear your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter at The Book Host. Okay, yay. Hi, Grace. Hi. Grace. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, I saved a lot of our like preamble discussion for you because I also kind of picked a lot of our preamble discussion specifically because you were going to be here. Oh. So feel special. <laughs> I do feel special. I feel very special. Good. Um, so we were supposed to do this weeks ago. So some of this news is old, but I want to talk about it anyway. Okay. Because I'm stubborn. um for one so we all saw that like annabelle quote-unquote escaped right yeah yeah didn't it turn out to be something like unrelated well it was just a hoax in general like somebody just started it that museum has actually been closed for like a long time um their Mm -hmm. like son-in-law closed it down because it was like unsafe and it was in a residential area and it was constantly causing like traffic problems but wait Shane and Ryan went to it like a year ago so when I say a long time ago I think it was within that time frame because I think it was before Lorraine died right what'd you say before Lorraine died yeah that's what I was I was gonna say it was around I think it was shortly after she died that they shut it down yeah um because he he basically became like the owner of it um but he said that like everything from it is like safe and he also pointed out that it was never technically a museum. Like, it wasn't a museum. It was, like, a shed in their residential area that people yeah. just showed up at. 
Yeah, that kind of yeah. sucks. But I thought the memes were very funny. Yeah. Well, was yeah, it, it definitely like... was a, a 2020 bingo card moment. No. It was. Wasn't because I was like, I think I missed it. Like, I was busy that day. And then my friend texted me and was like, Did you hear that Annabelle escaped? And I was like, What the heck are you talking about? And she was like, Well, she didn't escape. It was like a, it was mistranslated from something and some random person. And I was like, Then why did you tell me? Like, this was, <laughs> well, I thought this would be big news. Yeah, I feel and like then you changed your mind. I was on Twitter that day and I was following it. And then, like, I feel like both of you were not on Twitter. Like, you were both working or something because mm-hmm. it was like a Saturday. And yeah, I like I was just going through it alone. Like I was just watching it happen. And of course, like I'm me. So I was like, ah, ha, ha, it's a doll. Relax. <laughs> but like yeah. the memes were fun. The other thing was I saw this video and I forgot about it until literally I opened this doc and I saw listed at the top mermaid in Nashville. Did you guys see this video? No, I saw that in the doc and I have no idea what you're talking about. I did not see the doc, but I also have no idea what you're talking about. So there was this video that someone posted and they were in Nashville and they were like, there's just this mermaid swimming in this lake in Nashville and like nobody's talking about it and blah, blah, blah. And it was a video. She was like stopped on the side of the road in her car and she was zooming in and it was it was somebody like splashing around in the lake that like very clearly had like a mermaid tail. Mm hmm. And I would just like, <laughs> I would just like to discuss why, on God's green earth, if it were a mermaid, she would be in a lake in Nashville. Why would she be in landlocked Nashville? <laughs> I was like, man. Yeah. And the response, like, somebody had like, they were like, I know it's a lake, but like, blah, 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 she could be there for blah, blah, blah. and I was like, did she walk? I don't. <laughs> did she, she drive there? a car? She called an Uber. <laughs> Are you kidding? Maybe she... Okay. So maybe it's like an H2O situation. I was going to say, is she aquamarine? They turn into mermaids until they hit the water. But she lives on the lake. Like, she has a lake house. And then so she, like, dips in to be a mermaid. And then she comes out and drives off on her little dock. You know what? Maybe that's why nobody was talking about it. Because she's just the resident mermaid. And they all just... They know. Maybe they keep her secret. I'll have to take that video up and send it to you guys. Exactly. It was not that interesting of a video. I just remember it happened, and I was like, I want to talk about this on the pod. Also, though, I want to be that girl. Like, imagine you have, like, a full mermaid tail. Like, let me in a lake. <laughs> yeah. I want to splash around and then go viral on the internet for no reason. Honestly. that's Other people were like, it's probably just one of those people who have, like, the hundred-plus-dollar mermaid tails. That yeah. Like. She's practicing. If I had one, you would not pull me out of the lake. Honestly. I'd be pruny for days. Exactly. So the the other question that I specifically picked out, um, because you guys are both big horror movie people. Yes. yes. Um, I am less so because I'm a big baby. So my question is, what non horror movie like terrified you as a kid? Like it wasn't a horror movie, but little you was like, this is horrific. I have one, and it is. Miss Frisbee and the Rats of Nim. Is that how you pronounce? It's N I M H. Yeah. Have y'all seen have y'all seen or heard of this movie? I have not. I think I watched it once or twice when I was a kid. Like it's familiar. It's like this animated movie and it's about a rat named Miss Frisbee 
and she goes on a journey to do something. And I don't know, I can't remember what it's really about, but, like, the imagery was, like, really spooky and scary. And, like, as a kid, I was like, I don't like this. But then when I was, like, 13, I was bored one day, and I had that movie on DVD, and I'd been, like, watching movies all day or something. And I was like, let me watch this again. I'm sure that I'll enjoy it. And I couldn't finish it because I got so scared. Oh, no. <laughs> I was 13. So, yeah, that one. Definitely that one. I can't think of any movie, but there was this one specific episode of CSI <laughs> that, like, scarred me as a child. And for no good reason. The The scene that messed me up so bad was just this woman. It was at night, and she was in a city, and she was really drunk, and she was just, like stumbling through the streets and she didn't even get hit by a car like she just like falls over the hood of this person's car and they kidnapped her and for years like that gave me nightmares oh no that's that's scary i actually but, like had... i watch csi all the time i don't know oh. why i was like seven or eight and i used to watch it with my mom all the time i don't know why that one specifically messed me up so bad but I had a recurring dream as a kid. Um, This just reminded me, like, I don't know where this came from. I don't know why I had this dream. I had a recurring dream as a kid that I would come down the stairs at my, like, my childhood home. And we had this big front door that was all glass. And I would see, like, this car idling outside. And I just remember it was always, like, a silver sedan. Very nondescript. And... It would be one of those, like, I would just know that something was wrong and, like, these people were coming to take me. And I would try to scream and I couldn't scream. It was one of those dreams. Oh, God. And that's all I remember of this dream is, like, I knew I was about to be kidnapped and I could not call for help. And I used to have that dream a lot as a child. (laughs) And I don't know why. I had a weird recurring dream where, like, in the house I grew up in, the hallway that my bedroom was on was like across the kitchen you had to walk through the kitchen to get to my parents bedroom and there was this old wicker shelf by the front door in the kitchen and I had this dream so many times that I would be going into the kitchen to get something and there would be an alligator (laughs) underneath this wicker shelf and I would be trying to get to my parents room and I couldn't because the alligator would eat my feet well you are very close to Florida yeah, we had alligators in Georgia. Like I, I had family friends growing up who like had alligators in their pond. Oh. So it was a, I guess it was an organic fear. But I'm not really scared of alligators. I just had that recurring dream for a long time. I'm scared of alligators. I'm scared of creatures in the water because I can't see them. Mm-hmm. They're deep down. They could be there and I wouldn't know. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, mine is, uh, The Labyrinth. I've never Mm, seen that. I haven't either. So, it's not that it's, I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched it literally since I was a child. Um, but I don't think it's a scary movie. Like, I don't, I don't think that if I watched it today, I'd be like, oh, that was horrific. I think I would just be like, that was a weird freaking trip. Um, but my sister loved that movie as a child. And if you don't know about The Labyrinth... It is the story of this girl who she's like a teenager. She's like 14 or something. And she has this baby brother and she's watching him for her parents and he won't stop crying. He just won't stop crying. She's trying to put him to bed and he won't stop crying. And she tells him that she's going to wish for the Goblin King to come and steal him away. And then the Goblin King does. (laughs) 
the Goblin King, the Goblin King, aka David Bowie, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so my sister used to tell me she was going to wish for the Goblin King to come and steal me away constantly when I was a child. That is so mean. That is mean. And so I was terrified of the labyrinth, and I am to this day. But it does have a really fun sequence, which is actually stolen from an old Cary Grant movie, where um, it's like the beginning of a song, because of course it's also a musical, which is also probably why the beginning of my hatred for musicals. You hate musicals? I like stage productions. I don't like movie musicals or like TV musicals. That's fair. Um. But there's this sequence where, like, at the beginning of a song, two of them are going back and forth, and they say, you remind me of the girl. What girl? The girl with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Who do you do? Do what? Remind me of the girl. And it's just, like, an over and over. And my sister and I still to this day will, like, just out of the blue, one of us will go, you remind me of the girl. And then we'll just go back and forth. That's cute. But, yeah, she tortured me with that movie for several years. I haven't seen that movie. Sorry, Sorry. I was just going to say that part that you just referenced is also in um, Scooby-Doo 2002. They play play the song when they run away from the um, restaurant when all the scary people show up. I need to watch those movies again. See, I I don't know if that came from something like if that was like a cultural like phenomenon, but it was also in a Cary Grant movie called The Bachelor and the Bobby Soxer. Um, Kate, what were you gonna? Oh, what yeah. were you gonna oh, say? I was just gonna say I was the older sister that terrorized my younger sisters when I was a kid because <laughs> nothing really scared me, but my sisters were terrified of everything. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and so all of my favorite movies scared them. Um, oh, Edward Scissorhands freaked me out as a kid. Um, but like, but like not. I watched it for a long time and I really liked it. But it was a like a formative traumatic experience for me when I was like eleven and I realized what happens in that movie. Oh, I guess that's fair. I've never actually seen Edward Scissorhands. Fun fact. I saw it's, it because we had to watch it for class one time. It's it's still one of my favorite movies, but like in the end, a character dies. Like Edward kills somebody, and. For the longest time I watched it, and I didn't realize that was what happened, I thought he just, like, fell over, and then that was that. Um, And I remember going to my mom and being like, did he die? Is that what happened (laughs) in that movie? And that was traumatic. I I guess not a thing that scared me, but... I had created a revisionist history of the movie um, Old Yeller in my head when I was a kid. (laughs) I was convinced when I grew up that there were two versions of Old Yeller out there, and one of them... You know, the dog dies. And the other one, they take him to a vet and he gets better. <laughs> Literally, I like for years, that's how I remembered that movie ending. I had fully oh repressed it. Not just repressed it, but created my own narrative. Good. Good. <laughs> my should. school, my elementary school used to make us watch that like at least once a month. That was the movie they put on when we had like Why? music class or gym or something when the teacher wasn't there like we would watch old yeller why we would watch veggie tales <laughs> we watched veggie tales or that that one movie that's um something about a can of worm how to eat worms or something like that oh yeah yeah how to eat yeah. worms those are the two ones we'd watch we literally just both watched. were wildly traumatic mm-hmm. we watched like the same three veggie tales dvds forever <laughs> 
for like eight entire years. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. So, uh, so Grace, would you like to tell us your, your urban legend story? Sure. That's why we're here. (laughs) I will tell you an urban legend story. It's not, um, so this is like a story that I observed what happened to me but it's not like super scary or clickbaity and it probably has a logical explanation out there but it's what I've got so here we go so um my mom was the music director for a Lutheran church and if I wanted to make this like super spooky I'd be like it was an old church and in the middle of nowhere but it wasn't um it was like a normal church normal size the congregation like, was invented in, like, the 1700s, but the actual building was built in, like, 1950-something. So it, was, it really wasn't that old of a building. But, like, sometimes spooky things would happen there. So my mom, the um, the office building was, like, a house that they renovated into offices. And so she would, like, look at the phone in her office sometimes and it would say that, like, one of the lines was on, even though, like, she would have been the only person in the office building but also like no one would have been in the church like it was really it was late and no one would have been there so she would be like that's strange and you know like it was just like a spooky atmosphere sometimes but I feel like all churches kind of have a spooky atmosphere yeah but so there are two things that happened where I was like oh this is like next level spooky and one time uh, my mom would have to work during the summer and we weren't in school so she would have to take us with her and we would, like, chill in the church and, like, watch movies or read or something. This is me and my sister. So we would hang out in, like, one of the church classrooms or somewhere in the church where we would be out of the way. And she would just hang out in her office. And then we would go home. And so I would have been, like, 10. So my sister would have been, like, 6 or 7. And we were in one of the upstairs, like, Sunday school rooms, which was next to the sanctuary. And we were just chilling. And I think it was time for us to go. So we, like, started to leave the room. And there was, like, this long hallway. And then when you go to the left, you take the elevator. And then you take the elevator to the bottom floor. And then you leave the church. So... In the hallway, we were walking down, and, like, all of a sudden, like, these two people show up and start walking, like, opposite. So, like, we were going to pass each other. And I was like, that's weird because it was, like, it was, like, I don't know, like, 4 or 5 o'clock on, like, a Tuesday. You know, no one was there except for my mom and the pastor. And I – my mom worked at the church, so we went every Sunday. So, like, I I knew everyone pretty much, and I didn't know these people – And it was, my sister and I remember it differently. And (laughs) I remember, I'm right because I was older, so my memory is better. I feel discriminated against in this chat. You're also outnumbered, so. That's why I feel discriminated against. (laughs) She, she's also like, here's what, here's, she remembers the woman (laughs) having like black stringy hair and. So she thinks about the ring. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She said she looked like Gothel from Tangled. Like, and we talk about this all the time for some reason. We're like, remember when that weird thing happened? Gothel had and great hair. I feel like I need to. She did have a really nice in hair. Defense of Gothel. 
Mm, I don't know. See, she doesn't get her stories doesn't right. Know. There's proof that <laughs> she doesn't remember it right. Um, and so we'll talk about it sometimes, and she'll be like, yeah, and the woman looked like this. And I'm like, no, she didn't. But anyway, so she remembers the woman. Um, it was a woman and a man. We both remember that. And she remembers that they were in another room, and we walked by the room, and we saw them in there, and they turned and looked at us, and then we just kept walking. And the woman was really creepy looking, and she doesn't remember what the man looked like. I remember it was like a woman and a man, and the man was in a wheelchair, and the woman was pushing her, and the, or pushing him. And they looked like normal people, except for I didn't know them, and I didn't know why they were here. And... They just walk. They like said something to us, probably because it would have been weird to not say something to us as we pass each other in the hall. They were like, "Hello," and we were like, "Hello," and then they turned into one of the other um, Sunday school rooms that had a like TV set in it, and they sat down at the couch, and they turned on the TV and like watched some like black and white western movie, and and then we just left. And then we went out to the parking lot where my mom was there and the pastor was there. And we were like, hey, <laughs> we just saw some people up there. <laughs> and he was like, you did? And we were like, yeah, this is the pastor. And he was like, well, they shouldn't be there. And we were like, yeah, we figured. We figured that. <laughs> and I don't think he ended up, like, investigating it, which makes me think that, like, maybe it wasn't, like, super weird. But he was like, no one should be here. And no one should have been there. It was like a Tuesday yeah. afternoon. That, yeah, that would freak me out. I, it was just weird because, like, obviously, like, they have a wheelchair. And I think, you know, they look normal. And I feel like ghosts yeah. are like, if it was a ghost, which it wasn't. <laughs> but if it was a ghost, it would have been, like, not a tangible thing. And also, they probably wouldn't have a wheelchair. I don't know. They would float, you know? <laughs> I Were they, like, were they, like, older I think so. I, I don't remember because it was so long ago. I just remember it being like, why are you here right now? I will say, I feel like older people really hang out at churches, at their church, at like really weird times. Yeah. Like, they're just like, I'm going to go visit the church. And it's like, it's it's Wednesday at 730. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sit down and watch my movies. Like- yeah, it was weird because we were leaving, and it was also weird because, like, we were there, like, every day while my mom was working, mm-hmm. and we never run into people before. Yeah. That's so strange. Maybe it was just, just strange. It was probably, like, normal, but it was strange. Church is also just, like you said, like, they have that weird energy. They do. Yeah. Because, like, I was a preacher's kid, so I spent a lot of time just, like, on weekdays at random points just hanging out in churches for a long yeah. time. Same. And it is weird. Like, I can't remember anything specific happening, but there's just an an energy, especially, like, older churches. Like, it doesn't have to be super, super old. The one we went to for a long time was probably built around the same time this one was. And it was yeah. just, it's strange. Yeah. And a lot, of them do, a lot of them do, though, like, have rooms. Like, you said that one had a TV in it. A lot of them, mm-hmm. the older ones in my experience, have rooms specifically for people to just come hang out for no reason yeah maybe that was it it was like the adult sunday school room so they had like a little like old like tv that would roll so maybe that was their tuesday night routine i don't know maybe they had like a i don't know if you were there all the time you'd know if there was some sort of like specific meeting well it was just the two of them like they and they they were there early yeah maybe maybe 
but then the pastor would have been like, oh, that's okay. They're there for the meeting. And he was like, oh, that's strange. But again, he didn't investigate it that I remember. So he probably didn't care. (laughs) He was like, that's weird, but it's not my problem. supposed to be there, that would be alarm bells, I think. Yeah. I'm off the clock. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, he was. I mean, mood. (laughs) Five, we were leaving. In fairness, yeah. like, if I'm off the clock and somebody's like, something weird is going on at your place of business, I'd be like, and? Not my problem. What would you like me yeah. to do about it? That's the opener's problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that happened. And then this one, so that one was like, maybe it was normal. This one is like, maybe it's not normal. Ooh. So same church. Um, I was older, so I actually remember all the details from this one. I would have been in high school, probably like a sophomore, and we were having a church lock-in with the youth group, which are, you know, a staple of church youth groups. Yeah, and they really were. So we were playing like sardines, and which is backwards hide and seek. I don't know. Does everyone know what that is? Sardines. No, I've never played sardines. Sardines um, is like when instead of everyone hides and one person finds them, it's one person hides and everyone finds them except for it's like a split into groups so like one group goes and then the other groups search for them and then when you find them you hide with them wait yeah what isn't it like one group is sardines and the other is like sharks or something no i think that's how we played it i think that's how we played it i don't know i feel like we had something like sharks and something but it was the same general idea the concept yeah they never let us play hide and seek at our lock-ins because all of our kids were too like mean and would get into trouble we also well, like this... our sorry no i'm sorry our, my my church was part of my school so the lock-ins were like more the school than the church so we had a big gymnasium uh, that we would lock uh... into yeah we had like the cafeteria and the gymnasium they didn't let us in this, the church after hours this they didn't was trust us. one of the last times we got to play um sardines at a lock-in because someone broke something <laughs> so after this we didn't have <laughs> sardines and you we also couldn't venture privileges. yeah we couldn't venture anymore after they broke it we had to stay in like one area when we had lock-ins but anyway so we were um we had split into groups i think my group was just this one other girl and we were walking on the bottom floor which was, and we had me walking right below the sanctuary. And the sanctuary, even before we got limited on where we could play during lock-ins, sanctuary was always off limits. And then so was outside. And then so was like the bathrooms and stuff. So we're walking underneath the sanctuary and we hear footsteps above our heads. And we were like, what the heck? Because again, it's off limits. And it was like, it wasn't just like the floorboards creaking or like, a mouse. It was like human footsteps walking across the sanctuary. So we were like, well, I guess we'll go look, even though it's against the rules. So we walked like to the stairs and we walked up the stairs and we looked in the sanctuary and there was nobody in there. Yeah. It was Jesus. It and probably my, was. I reacted Jesus. I reacted to that, but my mic was off. What happened? Oh no. I reacted, but my mic was off. So what was your reaction? I said, ba ba ba. Yes, that's that was my thought exactly. <laughs> so you know, it was really, really worth repeating, making sure I got that in there. Yes. Thank you for your contribution. I'm just here vibing. 
Aren't we all? It was Jesus, though. Jesus was in the sanctuary. Probably. It was weird, though. I feel like we need to stop talking about Jesus being places, because the next time we see Jesus somewhere, it's for a bad reason. (laughs) (laughs) Consider why he's back. That's that's true. (laughs) So maybe it was... I think we're coming with him. (laughs) Maybe it was an angel or something. Maybe. Oh, I'm definitely not. No chance. I had a... Someone at my work recently was like, what do you think will happen next in this crazy year of 2020? And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, what if Jesus comes back? And I was like, it could happen, I guess. Stop it. I'm so... Stop it. I have (laughs) at least one old person a week come up to me and just be like, I can't wait for Jesus to get back. That's the end of 2020. (laughs) Stop. Yeah. You're giving me anxiety. Stop. It gives me anxiety, too. I'm just telling you what these people say. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying to them to stop, not you. Oh. (laughs) So, so many, so many rapture theories lately. Like, relax. I also, like, I will say my big thing has always been, like, everything that we're seeing happening right now has happened before. Yeah, that's true. We just either also, a haven't lived through it, and also like none of it is crazy coincidence. This is all man-made shit. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I was raised as a Protestant, so I don't believe in the rapture. So we're good. Oh, good, great. <laughs> I don't believe in anything, so not even <laughs> well, myself. It's that. <laughs> I was raised in about nine different kinds of churches, so who knows what I believe? Who knows? Well, thanks for so much for coming by, Grace. Thank you for having me. This was fun. You're so much fun. Oh, thank you. You're that we shouldn't have had you first though, because you really you're gonna raise the bar for all of our upcoming. Oh, don't say that. My ego. Yeah, we're gonna have to so like big. delay this podcast. Yes, big egos. We like egos. <laughs> um, so don't forget to check out Grace on her podcast, The Book Host Pod. Find it on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, <laughs> I'm in a mood today, guys. I'm so sorry. This is the weirdest okay. I've been, I think. But yeah, thanks so much. Um, and goodbye to you all. Fo- oh, um, follow us on Twitter, which is the only social media we were probably going to bother to have because I don't feel like running any other social media. So what is it? Is it Coffee Cryptids? <laughs> at- <laughs> I don't remember. It's at Coffee Cryptids on twitter um follow us chat with us tell us things tell us your own stories and yeah we'll talk to you guys next week bye 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 (laughs) that was fun that was really fun